Good morning, Friday, August 4th. Yesterday's recap, real quick, we for Sharp and Public Money. We had a good day yesterday, won six out of seven plays. So here's how the, the whole card came down, the whole betting universe, which we didn't bet all the games, of course. Like I said, seven games. So the New York Yankees were uh, started out as a favorite. The money ended up being on Houston. The public was on Houston. Sharp money was on New York. New York won. Then we follow up with uh, San Francisco at home against Arizona. San Francisco was the favorite. San Francisco had all the pub, well, three-fourths of the public bets. Sharp money was on Arizona. The public won that one, one to nothing. Interesting play there. <clears throat> Both these teams still have designs on the postseason, as do Houston and New York. And then the next game, Baltimore and Toronto. Again, every every team in that division is uh, plus five, above 500. In this game, the Blue Jays were taking... 70% of the bets, but only 52% of the money. So the sharp money was on Baltimore, and Baltimore won. And that was about even money on both sides. Just the bets were way off. Oakland and the L.A. Dodgers. This is actually a sharp money play on Oakland. We had that one. It was our only loss. 83% of the tickets were on the Dodgers, but they didn't have that share of money. So there were sharper plays on Oakland. And there's good reason for that. J.P. Sears of Oakland is actually a solid pitcher. But he got dismantled by the powerful Dodgers team. So the uh, public won that one. All right. Philadelphia beat Miami 4-2. The public and sharp money was on Philadelphia. So that worked out. Uh, so far, the books, because the books, of course, want the low-value side to win. So they lost against, they lost with New York. They lost, actually they won with San Francisco. They won very slightly with Baltimore. They lost with the Dodgers. So now we move on, yeah, Philadelphia, Miami. They uh, they lost with Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia won that one with 58% of the tickets, 72% of the money. So public, sharp, we're on that side. Sports books against them. Next one, Milwaukee dismantled Pittsburgh 14-1. to The uh, bets, ticket were split, but the money was on Milwaukee. So sharp, and you could say public too. Wins and the sports book loses. Minnesota takes down St. Louis 5-3. to The public was on Minnesota. Sharp was slightly on St. Louis. So the public wins, sharps lose, and sports books lose. Chicago Cubs take down the Reds. The Cubs had the public money. The Sharps were evenly split. The sports books lost that one. Seattle beats L.A. Now, L.A. had the, the tickets because of Otani on the mound. The public had that, and there's very slight sharp money on L.A. The sports books won that one because 34% of the money was on Seattle, and Seattle won. All right, so then we have KC for their sixth one in a row, beat the Mets. The Mets, of course, have given up on the season, it appears. The public was on KC. There was really no different sharp action on that. So the uh, sportsbooks lost, the public's won, and sharps fit in with that. The uh, Texas Rangers had some significant sharp plays, but yet the money was pretty much evenly split. All the 
tickets. Nine out of ten tickets were on Texas. So there was sharp money on it. There was public money on it, and they won five to three. And Chicago, of course, was the sportsbook side, and they lost. So the sportsbooks did not do well yesterday. The public did well, probably better than the Sharps yesterday. What are we playing today? We're going to give you Seattle today. Seattle at Los Angeles. Now, this isn't a clear-cut play, and that's evidenced by the line. It's essentially even money. You can get Seattle as good as 110, more like the 115 price point. But you got Luis Castillo on the mound for for Seattle. Reed Detmers for L.A. There's definitely a situation here where you got to take the pitching, starting pitching, and the and the hotter team in Seattle. Now, obviously, the Angels decided to go for it. They decided to pull Otani off the trade market and make some moves, but they haven't actually done anything well since then. The Angels. First, second, and third of August, all losses. Two were on the road at Atlanta, one at home against Seattle. You could expect a, a bounce back here. And after a long road trip like that, it was easy to fade L.A. because that first day back without rest is def, definitely hard. So that was a, a nice win there yesterday for Seattle. Uh, not as clear cut today. Yesterday, by the way, was plus money on Seattle because of the fact that Otani was on the mound. So that was a nice plus one for us. Today, it's, like I said, about even money, and and L.A. should be ready to play. I, I just feel like you, you have to have a starting pitcher advantage to bet on L.A., and they don't have that. Detmers has given up. What you got? Well, if you throw away his, to his last five, throw away the best and worst, he's got eight earned runs given up. His other two, by the way, were nine, so eight plus an additional nine if you want to count those. Averaging only five innings pitched and giving up three and a half runs in those five innings. That's not great. For Castillo, if you throw away his high and low, he's only given up five, and his high and low additionally would be three, so significant advantage. His last time out was a, was a zero run, two hit, six inning game. Seven strikeouts, one walk. Previous before that, nine to two and strikeout to walk. Eleven to two before that, five zero and three zero. Guys on fire. So you got 20, uh, 35 strikeouts to five walks in his last five games. You can't. You have to. You have to bet on him. He's given up 1.6 earned runs in his six innings. His earned run average, of course, is higher than that. But in his six innings, he's given up 1.6 actual earned runs. He has lost three of his last five games, but that is not what we're looking for here. We're looking for him to outclass Reed Detmers, and we will play Seattle. Best of luck.